Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored and Always. In episode 13, we discussed principle one of Celebrate Recovery and identifying our struggles and stepping out of denial. And then in episode 17 and 21, we looked at step two and shared how we are powerless in and of ourselves to stop the insanity when our lives feel out of control and unmanageable. In today's episode, we will dig into principle three and honestly, the foundation for true and lasting recovery, which is turning our lives and wills over to Christ. So how do we do that? Principle three says, consciously choose to commit all of my life and will to Christ's care and control. Happy are the meek, Matthew 5, 5. And step three says, we made a decision to turn our lives and wills over to the care of God. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship, Romans 12.1. God is a gentleman. He does not force his will on us. He gives us free will. So in this step, we choose to surrender our lives and wills over to him. We make that decision. There are three actions that are needed to step into this new life in Christ. First, trust. We trust flawed humans every day. Why is it so hard for us to trust the one who created us all? We ask our children to trust us because we know that we have their best interest at heart. How much more can we trust God who not only has our best interest, but also knows our futures? He's not merely concerned with our comfort or happiness on this temporary earth, but our eternity. This is the most important decision any of us will ever make. And it's your choice, not chance, that determines your future. Making this decision requires trust, putting your faith in action. And faith is taking God at his word. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I know that sounds too good to be true for a lot of people. It's just too simple. And we can often make things more complicated instead of thanking God that our salvation is all about His love for us and not anything we do. Once we've received it, we don't have to do anything to earn it. The next part is to understand, to seek His will for your life. Doing things our way is usually what gets us into trouble in the first place. So we make this one-time decision to ask Jesus into our life. When we do this, we are saved by His grace not of ourselves, and we begin to seek His will for our lives. We need to get to know Him and have a relationship in order to do this. Proverbs 3, 5-6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Our understanding is limited. We are finite in our flesh, but as believers, we trust in an infinite God. 
I like to be in the know, if I'm being honest, to feel like I have some level of control. But my life experiences have taught me I really know very little, and I have even less control. But I'm thankful that I serve a big God, and I trust that He has the answers. 1 Corinthians 13.12 says, For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. So even though for now we know just a little bit or in part, one day we shall fully know. And I'm thankful that we don't have to know it all or have it all together in order to trust and surrender to God and that He will direct our steps. So now that we've made the decision to surrender our lives and wills over to the care of God, our lives should begin to look different. Sin is a condition in our flesh and that before Christ separated us from God. When you receive salvation, that step is a one-time done deal. But we still live in the flesh and will continue to sin. So we need to repent, which is not the same thing as confessing. Many of us may feel that a repentance is just saying thank you, it's just thanking God that we aren't as bad as so and so. But true repentance is not only acknowledging sin in our lives, but turning away from it and not continuing in it. And that doesn't mean that we won't sin again. In recovery, we call this relapse, but it's a promise to consistently and daily acknowledge that sin that sin in our lives instead of hiding it or covering it up and to continue to keep turning away from it. In doing this, we can begin to enjoy the freedom of a loving relationship with God. We become a new person in Christ, seeing things in our lives differently through God's point of view and not our own any longer. Mark 1.15 says, The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. And in Romans 12, 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to attest and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We don't repent to avoid punishment, but to experience real heart change. God took our shame and he nailed it to the cross. We don't have to live in fear and bondage to our sin and struggle any longer. We have a new life in Christ. The Bible tells us this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. Romans 3, 22-24 And also, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. This gift is for absolutely everyone, but you have to accept it and receive it. So now our life in Christ should be much different than the world. Instead of focusing on ourselves and seeking our identity through things of this life like riches, success, and accomplishments, we realize that we must actually lose our life to keep it. It's not so much about us and our comfort or even happiness here any longer. In recovery, we say you can't keep it if you don't give it away. As a grateful believer in Jesus, your purpose becomes loving God by serving and loving people and bringing glory to Him by how you live your life. Instead of a get, get, or give me mentality, you live by a give and it will be given to you. Seeking first the kingdom of God, knowing that He will provide everything else you need. 
instead of a lead at all cost, or if you're not first, you're last mentality, you begin to serve others first in humility. Instead of burying the truth to avoid conflict or confrontation, you can speak the truth in love and with integrity face the consequences of your choices. And instead of hating our enemies or even those who disagree with us, you can choose to forgive others as you have been forgiven and love your enemies. So if you've never asked Jesus into your life, now is the time, my friend. We are not promised tomorrow. Here are some action steps. Number one, pray this prayer with me in just a minute and then tell somebody about it. You can share it with me through my email or Facebook community group. Both links are in the show notes. Secondly, find a local church if you're not already attending one and get plugged in. Start serving. And third, get a Bible and go to it regularly. Open it prayerfully, reading it expectantly, and living it joyfully. I will share some links with some information and reading plans for new Bible readers in the show notes. You can also download the free YouVersion app, Bible app, and have access to tons of great devotionals. Lastly, talk to God in prayer, anytime and anywhere. He doesn't want or need a performance from you, but he does desire a relationship with you. So if you're ready to take that first step today, pray this prayer with me right now. Dear God, I have tried to do it all by myself, on my own power, and I have failed. Today, I want to turn my life over to you. I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. You are the one and only higher power. I ask that you help me think less about me and my will. I want to daily turn my will over to you, to daily seek your direction and wisdom for my life. Please continue to help me overcome my hurts, hang-ups, and habits. That victory over them may help others as they see your power at work in my changing life. Help me to do your will always. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me today, congratulations and welcome to the Forever Family. You are a new creation in Christ. Your salvation is one of the only things that can never be taken from you. God bless you as you begin your journey of faith today. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.